I told you to drink more water. It's hard to believe you and I lived on the same planet for so long. You're like a helpless infant out here. But it seems I've still got it. Hello there, Audio Diary. This is Paige Hopkinson reporting from my old home in the jungles of Flora. Alex and the others are back on the ship figuring out our next plan. Normally I'd be thrilled to help and take part, but to be quite honest, I didn't expect to have an interesting day. Today, Edgar Ricks and I are going to be on a very special, very secret mission. <laughs> Edgar, I'll be over here recording for a moment. You just sit. Over here. Yes. No. That's my grandfather's old sitting chair. He used it for sitting. Stay there. Ricks, you too. I'm going to my room for a moment, recording some memories. Toodaloo! Ah, there we go. Back in my own private quarters. My, I haven't been here in so long. You know, in my mind, my room in the jungles always looked so much more, well, extravagant. But now that I'm back here, it's really quite a shabby little place. Even my home in Grand Iver Glen was nicer. Then again, that may be because the jungle is literally reclaiming the entire house. Roots and branches everywhere. But despite how run down it is, the ripped dusty curtains, the messy faded floral print bedsheets, and the old rusted tools covering the floor, there's still a sense of home that I get from this that I wouldn't get anywhere else. This is where I grew up. This is what home feels like. Oh, audio diary. If only you could see it. So many childish whims. The old dolls I used to build with my grandfather. My first toolkit. Oh, look. Here's another picture. This one is of my grandfather, Rix's mom, and Rix. And there's me. Oh, I remember this. That day, we'd been hunting in the jungles for rare game. We used to only hunt for food, but we'd heard of a particular rare boar out there in the jungle. It isn't rare because there are very few of them. No, it's rare because they're sneaky and you can hardly ever find them. It's called a shifty piggy. No, no elaborate name. Just what we used to call it. We would have left it alone if it weren't for the fact that it was eating our homegrown crops and killing other wildlife nearby. But we caught the damn thing. We had bacon for like three months after that. That shifty piggy is like ten feet tall. It makes you wonder how in the name of the old gods this thing is so good at hiding. We took this picture after we caught it. I'd broken my arm while trying to jump down from a tree onto its back. Look at my little sling. Oh, poor me. But thank the gods grandfather was there to save me. Well, Henrik's. Henrik's mom. My family. I miss them. But today, I didn't come here just to visit. 
I asked Edgar to come with me to visit my grandfather's grave. But I did this for a few reasons. One reason was because Edgar really needed to get off the ship. He's been sulking ever since Lonnie arrived, and Ernest hasn't really helped with anything. I think Edgar feels guilty for what happened to his brother. And every time Ernest tries to say something, well, Edgar just walks away. I think he just needs to get out and clear his head. He's just not ready for any of this. Oh, but the other reason we are here is because my old home is on the way to the gravesite. When Grandfather passed, I didn't really go through his room. I just wasn't ready to. I didn't want to cry anymore, you know? But even if I don't exactly feel ready, I know I have to go in there. I have to see if there's anything about my mother. So I'm going to do that too while we're here. But it is nice to revisit old memories. And it is really nice to see my old room again. You know, if I have space, I might just take some of the things home. Especially this picture. I didn't take a lot when I left, mostly because I didn't have the room. I could only carry anything that could fit in my satchel. But now I think I could spare some of these things. Some of these precious, precious things. Well, I think, I think right now I just need some space. I will report to you in a few moments when I enter my grandfather's bedroom. is still out in the living room. I can't find anything. I've gone through every drawer. I've been in here countless times as a child, but I haven't been in here for years. Clearly this man was serious about me not finding anything. I truly hope that's not the case. It would mean he's lying to me from beyond the grave. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a moment. Audio diary, I'm... Um, searching through his nightstand, there's a false back, it would appear, and, ha, I have it. There's a piece of paper. Wait, it feels heavier than that. Uh, there's an envelope. It feels like it's filled with photographs, perhaps. There's a note on the back. Give to Paige when she's old enough. What the dickens? I've been old enough for years! Oh, these are definitely photos, but they're wrapped around by a note. Okay, I won't look at them until I've read the note, I suppose. Here goes. Dear Paige, I could never bear to tell you about your mothers, and I probably never will have the heart to tell you about it in person either, hence why I left you this note, 
You have grown into such a beautiful young woman. Well, actually, I wouldn't know. At the moment, you're just a toddler for me. But I'm certain that one day you will be. Both your mothers were. But I didn't want you to worry about them growing up. Which is why I'm writing to you about them now. You were born to Sarah Hopkinson and Alma. I cannot tell you Alma's last name just yet. Your parents were involved in some very dangerous work, especially Alma and her father. Hopefully by the time you read this, it will be safe to tell you. And hopefully I will be there to tell you myself. Oh, I do hope I get to see that day. But if not, I know that you will be curious and clever enough to find this note on your own. Why? Well, you're my granddaughter. I know you will do it. If by chance I have retired to the realm of the Ascended, <laughs> or descended, if I've been particularly bad, I do hope that you know I love you. I love you very much, Paige. I have done some things in my life, but by all, raising your mother and raising you, these were the greatest things I've ever achieved. And I hope one day you will find happiness, just like your mother did. Excuse me, Auto Diary. Your mothers met while working together. Sarah wanted to be a doctor. She was very good at it too. The work she was able to do, that is. But I can see you take after your other mother already. You're getting into the toolkit every day. Alma was a mechanic almost like myself, but we have very different purposes. My dear Sarah was a sweet girl, but soft. I suppose that's why Alma balanced her out so well. Alma was strong-headed and was made out of tough stuff. I see both of these attributes in you, and you're not even five. I am sure I will see so much more the older you get. Enjoy these photos, Paige. They are your family. I would have shown them to you sooner, but I didn't want you to think of their fate every day. And understand that as an old man, and as a father, I suppose, it was too hard for me to think back on the memories of Sarah. Even the good ones. Forgive me for this, but know that I love you, and I, as a parent, and as a grandfather, can only do my best. Forever and always, your grandfather.
audio diary. Edgar and Rix are below me at the moment. Oh, don't worry. Rix is keeping an eye on him. He told me I should be in the skies, where I belong. <laughs> Edgar found me crying. So he and I finished our visit to my grandfather's grave. I haven't yet looked at the photos. I don't know if I'm really ready. But I did confide in Edgar about what was really going on. I think the two of us have made progress as friends. He told me he wasn't coping very well in the family department either. He said he'd been okay with Ernest, but Lani was a totally different story. We had a good cry, and then a good laugh. Then we cleaned up Grandfather's grave and left him a bouquet of wildflowers. Ricks cleaned off his mother's grave and left her a squeaky toy she liked to play with. And then Edgar told me to fly, to make Grandfather happy. You know... I forgot how happy Angelics made me. Even though I lost my original pair while saving our friends' lives, I forgot that Angelics has, on more than one occasion, saved me. Just like it is right now. My invention. My life's work. My legacy. <laughs> I'm so blissful in this moment. It makes me so happy. So many horrendous things have happened, and all I wanted was just a moment to enjoy life. I got to find out more about my family, but more important, I got to visit my old home. I got to remember the family I grew up with. This does not mean that I am done searching, though. I know that there is more to this story. My mothers, Sarah and Alma, were involved in dangerous things according to my grandfather. I need to know more about them, and I intend to do so, but that will have to wait. It's getting late in the day, and I am certain that the crew has come up with an idea of what we should do next. We're approaching the ship now. Give me a moment, audio diary. Wait. Oh no! S something's wrong! There's... There's a fire! Oh no! Jonathan, you bastard! Audio diary, I will report to you as soon as I can. This is the page, Hopkinson, over and out. Bosch and Brave was written by Ashley Glenn, voiced by me, Clover Grayson, and brought to you by Blackmore Productions. Love listening to tragic adventures? Follow Blackmore on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes for more episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, or our website at blackmoreproductions.com. And guess what? We have a Patreon page. Want to support all the amazing people at Blackmore? Donate today and receive exclusive material from our fish tank to yours. Blackmore, swim against the current.